0: So imagine you are, you're young, you're, you're dating, you, you've got a, a partner, a spouse, maybe you even have kids. Flying can get expensive. So whether you live near a Southwest hub like Baltimore, Chicago, Texas, or a city like me, upstate New York, imagine having the potential to fly around, buy one, get one, using points, miles, money, whatever, for up to two years. You can really see domestically the United States in a way that just isn't available, and one of the ways to do that, and I, and I just wrote an ebook about that, which we can you know, link in the show notes or something, is through the power of uh, two different Southwest branded credit cards, both through Chase.
1: This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Rich Smith, welcome to the show,
0: man. Caleb, thanks so much for having me. Been looking forward to this for a while.
1: Me too. Me too. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about some subjects that I think are really gonna translate and help our audience live more intentionally. We met in Austin, Texas at FinCon. I had multiple people come to me and say, You got to meet Rich Smith. I'm like, that's one of the most generic names ever, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why so many people were into you. It could be because you're, you had a very unique business card. It could be your channel, wonderful content. It could just be that you're a great human being and fun to talk to. I think it's a combination of all three of those things. What I just wanted to do is highlight two subjects because we could talk about a lot of things and we're going to do like a two-part series. Number one, we're going to talk about travel hacking. Because I think when it comes to living intentionally, when it comes to efficiencies, when we look at credit cards when we look at airlines when we look at just ways to have experiences and pay less for them, I'm all about that and want to really dive into that. It's something that I have not done so far uh, just on on my platform. Then I also want to talk about business owners in, in our part two series on just how we can look at maybe the PPP, ERC, other funding opportunities and say like, is there other um, programs out there. Are there any anything else, any other areas that we can get money, maybe get money cheaply for free? And so those are the two things. And we can talk about a whole lot more if there's other things that come up. But I just, again, want to thank you for being on the show
0: yeah thank you caleb yeah i i remember meeting you at fincon and just thinking to myself like wow you are such a connector because i immediately felt like i had a connection with you and you introduced me to like two or three other people who i've since you know made some deep connections with so again uh, happy to
1: do the show today so one of the things that i would love to do before we get into travel hacking is uh you don't do this full time there's a lot of people that give excuses on why they can't save money or work a side hustle. And so give a little bit of your backstory um, before, we, before we dive in. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're so well loved is you're really doing this out of a passion. And your primary focus, at least the last time we talked, was a really giving abundant um, teacher. And so why don't you, you dive
0: into that and how you got into the money space? Yeah. So my backstory is that I knew in high school that I wanted to be a uh a full-time English teacher, I I had this idea of picking a job that you could do for 30 years. And I know that's kind of like faux pas nowadays, like most people job hot, but I just wanted something that would provide some security for me and my future family. And that would be challenging, you know, every single day. And trust me, going into a classroom full of middle school or high school students and trying to get them to read, write, and just uh, kind of communicate as better humans. And, uh, and, and do that day in and day out. It, it is a challenge. And, and I value my time off, you know, evenings, weekends, and, you know, um, the occasional holiday and summer. So right before the pandemic, I in the shutdown of schools, I was like, you know what, I've been, I've been thinking about this YouTube thing for a while, I need to just share some of my, some of my passions, and one of them is personal finance. So I didn't like anybody starting, probably yourself included. I didn't know where to begin. I, I made a video, turned on the camera. Um, people can still watch that video. It was like how to find unclaimed money online. Like, you know, your state has some money in your name. And and if you type in your name and some old addresses, they could send you a check. So I committed, you know, kind of like a teacher would to a full year of uh, YouTube videos, one a week, and then the whole world shut down. So I kept making those videos and I started helping people with not only personal finance, but some of the, some of the kind of hardships they were finding themselves in. Unemployment, um, businesses were shutting down, um, stimulus packages were being passed. So I started reaching, researching things, you know, you putting on my, you know, college master's degree, you know, thinking cap and I'm making videos as fast as I could kind of turn them out. So things started to explode for me and I've been doing it ever since. Still a full-time teacher. After talking with you today or before talking to you today, I taught six classes. (laughs) You know, this could be my seventh class. Uh, I'm a father, you know, uh, wife and kids here at home too. So yeah, no excuses about turning the side hustle into, uh, you know, a a second full-time job. But I I really do view this as something I can continue to do just like teaching, just in a different capacity.
1: One of the things that I can can say is making content is hard. And getting traction is hard. And your, your channel at the time of our recording is five, six, seven times bigger than Better Betterwell's channel. And it's one of those things where it's, it's humbling. And I'm going to say this as a compliment, you are a teacher that are showing up um, authentically, and sharing what what you're passionate about, and probably had a lot less resources than what we're doing and what other people do and put into their channel. And yet, your output or your result has impacted a lot of people. I know you make money at this and it's it's really inspiring. And I want I want people to know that don't use time or money as an excuse. It's just one of those things that I, I hope that that message alone speaks to at least one person who's listening to this or watching this and saying, man, what is that one thing that you need to do that? You've maybe used money or time as an excuse. If you eliminate those two things, what other excuses do you have? And it's cool to see where you're going to grow, man, like your your, your channel is going to have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of subscribers in the future. And I'll be able to say, Hey, remember me, I, I have this, <laughs> I have this interview. So
0: no, I I really appreciate that. I'm excited to see where this goes for me, but you're right. I have so many, you know, teacher friends who they are just looking forward to, you know, one day retiring or the next, you know, summer break. And that's not a knock on teachers. We, we work hard, but along those same lines too, you know, if you ever ask somebody, well, what are you going to do with, when you finally retire? And they just don't have an answer yet. So you know, in that unique free time we all have, if you can think of kind of, you know, what what would you like to fill it with if if money or time wasn't an object, it's a good idea to start coming up with a few answers and uh, and then tinkering around a little bit.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive in. And as a teacher, I I hope you you think in framework. I do, mm-hmm. and I think oh, great teachers teach in framework. So when we talk about travel hacking, let's take a step back and let's let's talk about the basic framework that you need to have as it relates to going travel hacking, what that even looks like, because we're going to use trigger words like credit cards and maybe points and maybe airlines. And, and and I don't want people to be like, oh, credit card debt, bad kind of deal, like all this stuff. I want people to understand, like, what is the end goal? What are some of the guiding principles, and then and then when we have that framework, what are some of the micro hacks? And so, with that, I'm going to hand it over to you. I, I interrupt guests all the time. I apologize uh, in advance, but I'm I'm literally going to be taking notes because I have over a million chase points that I do not know what to do with, and I've done a very 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 poor job as it relates to figuring out how to travel hack. And I want to be better as I've I'm a, a newlywed and want to take advantage of of travel um, before blessing packages come, I'll just leave
0: it at that. So with that, it's all yours, man. Well, I remember us talking last time and you mentioned that million, million chase points. So I I will circle back around to that because I have some ideas, but you know, first things first, when, when talking about, you know, travel hacking, I, I rarely even use that term because like you said, it's a trigger word. Um, and people, you know, a lot of times we're raised to think, you know, debt was bad or credit cards were bad. And I I have that same upbringing, but I've learned over the years that if you, you know, give every dollar a job and you are paying your bills in full and on time, that there's a way to use, you know, credit cards. And it's actually a little bit more beneficial to you than let's say cash, or even it's a little bit more safe than using your debit card. So along those same lines, if we were to take a a complete beginner, I'll, I'll recommend one card, um, Discover It card. Um, you can sign up. They're very, very accepting of, of, you know, people with new credit or maybe not the best credit scores. And they have no annual fee, but they they, they give you cash back in rotating categories every, every quarter. So so again, you're new to this and you're like, well, how does it work, Rich? Well, let's say you're going grocery shopping and you always pay those bills in full and on time. Well, for one quarter of the year, three months, they, they'll give you $75 cash back Up to the first fifteen hundred dollars you spend on groceries, so you're just dipping your toe in the water. But you're like rich. I I probably spend five hundred on groceries, you know, per month. Well, for one quarter, you're going to be rewarded with seventy five dollars back. And as those quarters begin to rotate, and you finish the first year, Discover does this deal where they'll actually double your cash back for the first year, and there's no limit. So of course, you can double seventy five and get one hundred and fifty. But to my business owners out there, my entrepreneurs, if you Again, you know, don't like using credit cards, but you're interested in, in this type of travel hacking. You could potentially put a lot of spend on that discover card the first year, maybe you know, home improvements, maybe that that aspirational trip you're looking to take. And they'll give you some cash back between one and five percent, and then double all of it at the end of the year. So for paying your bills in full and on time, you could be rewarded with potentially hundreds, if not thousands of dollars simply by using, you know, one credit card for all your purchases. So hopefully that framework sort of uh, tickles everybody's fancy a little bit.
1: I'm just going to, I'm just going to comment on one yeah. thing. And one of my, one of my biggest regrets growing up is I didn't get a credit card until I was like 21, which is insane, mm-hmm. which is insane. Like I worked at a bank, all this stuff but I just, there's never a priority paid cash for everything. And, and so now I look at just understanding how the credit score works and how credit score truly is a tool that we use right now in our business and, and when we work with clients and helping them build wealth. Like it is a tool that if you have a good credit score allows you to potentially have things available that if you have a terrible credit score is not available for you all for the goal of living more intentionally, having greater cash flow. And so one of the things that I just want to say is there are people on both sides of the aisle. I would I would highly recommend People understand how credit score works and un- and see that as an asset and not just a liability. Um, so that's more of a statement. My question is: um, there are a lot of studies out there and there are a lot of people that are anti-credit cards that say you spend more money because you have a credit card. What is your answer to that? Because I, I think there is some truth to that, and but I don't know of good alternatives other than things like Cube Money and uh, other. There's other apps and technologies out there that I I really appreciate where they're coming from, and like I think credit. I don't. Like I think credit and living in a world where we know how to leverage credit is going to be even more important in the future. But I, I am super empathetic with people overspend. We're, I mean, 50% of Americans like don't save at all and are in debt because of enablers like credit cards. I know I'm saying a lot, but what are your thoughts on that and any, any framework or, or statement as it relates to that?
0: Yeah, I made a recent video for for your listeners. If they want to go back, it's on my YouTube channel. It's just my name, Rich Smith. And I respectfully disagreed with uh, someone else in the personal finance space, Jeremy from Personal Finance Club, Uh, real big on Instagram. And he's always preaching, you know, use cash. And unfortunately, uh, me being the academic type, if you go back and you look at the article he's citing, it's a Forbes article, but the Forbes article is citing... Another article from about, let's say, seven to eight years ago. And then that original study was done nearly 20 years ago. And it was research that said, leave it at home, like, you know, don't leave home without it used to be a phrase for your credit card. Now it's like, definitely leave home without it. What I would say to that is, times have changed a lot in the past three to five years, let alone seven to 20. Uh, We have things like you mentioned, Venmo, we have things like Cash App, PayPal. A lot of this technology can provide protections for when we spend. um, Whereas, if you take and and again, uh, we're doing a video here, so this is fake money. But if I if I'm walking around with ten thousand cash here, and I happen to misplace it. I'm out ten thousand cash, and for for those of you who have ever been burned or scammed, and there's no way to get that money back, it's such a terrible feeling. So we can dive into in a second some of the uh, security and some of the benefits a credit card could provide. But again, I go back to that original framework: you do have to make sure you're paying them off in full and on time.
1: Yep, I, I love it. So I think I think one of the first things is if you're somebody that cannot control your spending, has massive balances on credit cards. If you're someone that watches this channel and, um, and wants to figure out better ways to, to live more intentionally and and is responsible, this is going to be one of the most valuable videos you watch all year. So with that, man, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm ready to dive into where you want to go.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to plug uh, one, one benefit that not a lot of people, uh, know about and those that do find it just a little difficult to believe it's true. And it is, um, specific to one airline, the Southwest companion pass. Quick little story. Uh, Way back when uh, my wife and I first met and we were dating, she had this financial advisor who just seemed like he had the best head on his shoulders. And I learned about the Southwest Companion Pass, which is essentially um, the ability to get buy one, get one free flights for up to two, two years, 24 months. And you can pay cash, uh, somebody can buy the ticket for you, you could use points and miles. And it's not just good for one time, it's good for multiple times. And when I shared that with uh, this financial advisor, good head on his shoulder, seemed like he knew everything. He's like, Oh yeah, Delta gives me a free flight every year. And the 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 message that I just shared with you went completely over his head. So imagine you are you're young, you're you're dating, you you've got a, a partner, a spouse, maybe you even have kids. Flying can get expensive. So whether you live near a Southwest hub like Baltimore, Chicago, Texas, or a city like me, upstate New York, imagine having the potential to fly around, buy one, get one, using points, miles, money, whatever, for up to two years. You can really see domestically the United States in a way that just isn't available. And one of the ways to do that, and I, and I just wrote an ebook about that, which we can you know, link in the show notes or something, is through the power of uh, two different Southwest. Branded credit cards, both through Chase. Now, one of them is going to be a business credit card, which most people might actually be surprised to hear that many of us, especially with this shutdown recently, are now self-employed entrepreneurs in one way or another, independent contractors like DoorDash drivers, um, app users like dog walkers, babysitters, selling lemonade, you know, selling vegetables at the farmers market. Those those types of income earning activities actually can qualify you for a Southwest business card that can get you almost all the points you need for for a Southwest companion pass. And in addition to that, you can also sign up for a second one when you're ready and that would top you off and get you well over 125,000 points which is the minimum threshold you need to get this this travel this travel perk. It's it's very attainable but right away, people are like, okay, now I got to open these credit cards. I don't know if it's really worth it, but I can't tell you how many people I've walked through the process. And then they're just flying around the United States for the next two years.
1: Because a companion pass essentially is you can, someone can fly free with you anywhere you go.
0: Anywhere you go for up to 24 months. And again, when you're getting the credit cards and earning those points to get the companion pass, you can then use those points towards the flight. And many people ask, well can I can I change my companion? You can change your companion up to 3 times per calendar year. So, you know, you and your father-in-law or dad can take that, you know, trip of a lifetime. You can go, you know, take a few trips with like I mentioned before your spouse or partner and then you could, you know, go to that bachelor party for that, you know, college buddy or something and uh, and take a friend with you and so it really is a game changer. And now I know some people would say, "Well, you know, credit cards aren't for me, or I don't have a Southwest, you know, uh, hub near me." And I get that; it's not for everybody. But yep. that is that was one kind of next level up the up up the travel hacking rung that I wanted to mention.
1: So we will include your link to your ebook for those people that are interested in the details. I just want to point out that um, this. Spending to get the points is one thing, but the real hack here is getting a personal card and business card. And together the points get to work, you know, on the same team and you spend very little money, less, less than five grand, correct?
0: Yeah. Right now the business it's close. The business card right now has a five grand minimum spending requirement over three months. And that's pretty healthy, but, uh, the personal card is only, uh, 2000 in the first, uh, in the first three months
1: and i and again i don't want to undermine any of this um i mean there are creative ways to even pay your rent and other things with credit cards you might have to pay a little bit more in fees but like what is and anyone that follows our work it's like what is the result of what you're getting i'm willing to pay a little bit of interest or or points or whatnot to get a result that's greater it's all kind of that uh what's the return on result of of the input that you're giving and so one of those things where again not investment advice but something to have an open mind we i fly a ton and i have personally used a companion pass and it's been one of these things that has been a travel hack that has been fun to to see come alive so anything else as it relates to traveling, airlines, is there any other cards or options that we should be aware of?
0: Yeah. One of the things I would do just to kind of circle back around to that million points you have with with Chase is when, right now, people may not feel comfortable necessarily booking trips because they might feel like they might get canceled. Um, they, they never know you know what's going to happen with people's health. There are a few cards like the American Express Platinum card or the Chase Sapphire cards, both the preferred and reserved that give you some travel insurance uh, when and if something gets canceled, delayed, um, you need to rent a car, they yep. lose your baggage. So again, I I would say if we're just dealing with some, you know. A very simple framework, one, two, three, this would be that top level. Um, Getting one of those cards for the purposes of travel is going to open up a whole world of new perks. And I'll just kind of highlight some of them. Um, Many of those cards I mentioned, two out of the three, they get you uh, airport lounge access. So my family and I now look forward to getting to the airport a little early because we have free TSA. We, We kind of skip the line. And we walk right into a lounge with a little calm resting space, free food and drink, um, you know, a place to charge your phone, recharge yourself. And if you have that layover, some of these layovers for international travel, uh, maybe across the country travel, they can be you know hours at a time. Again, you can kind of hang out in that private lounge and just feel like you're your VIP. But along those same lines, with during one of those layovers, I've had this happen to me. Let's say they they cancel your flight, and you're like, "Come on, I'm not even like in my." home destination anymore. I'm, I'm kind of halfway between both, or it gets delayed, say more than four or six hours. The power of one of those kind of premium credit cards, you can uh, book the, the Uber, the Lyft straight to the hotel, um, head to, you know, a dinner, maybe even a convenience store if you got to get some toiletries or something, and then save those receipts and you'll be reimbursed through the credit card because of your Mm. trip cancellation or or delayed trip, uh, trip delayed insurance. And we've used those multiple times. Is it is it inconvenient to to have to have to do that? Absolutely, because you were looking to get home. But it sure is nice being able to book the Uber, the hotel room.
1: Yeah, and it's not like it's inconvenient regardless. Like it's yeah, if, yeah. It, whether you whether you booked it with a, a special credit card or not, it's inconvenient. And it's you like it. this is this kind of redeems the inconvenience slightly. Um, I know that uh, April, my wife. Um, she books rental cars with a certain credit card because we have special type of insurance or something i don't and again i don't fully understand that but it's it's a it's a good example of a perk that needs to be properly you know measured because i mean what if we didn't have that what would we have to go out of pocket or what would we have to pay in addition to make sure that we have the proper insurance and that's just an example going off of what you're saying on just special, having special cards and, and really understanding the perks.
0: Yeah, well, I, I never used to rent cars. And it's, it's funny you mentioned that. But now we're renting minivans just because we've got car seats and luggage. And uh, both the American Express Platinum and the Chase Sapphire uh, Reserve, they provide primary car insurance um, when you rent a car. So you, you if, if anything ever happened, uh, the credit card would cover that sort of, um, you know, incident first, and then you would have to go to your secondary insurance, the one you have, you know, for your own vehicles at home. And and not a lot of people know that, so I think that's a great one. Um, but, but the one other fun thing I wanted to say for you in April then is, with all those Chase points, um, same thing with Amex, they have um, travel partners where you could pick an airline like United or Delta, or maybe you could. Uh, th- there's this new um, like kind of group of airlines called uh, Aeroplan uh, through Chase Aeroplan, and. You can book international travel with planned stopovers of up to 24 hours. So imagine you and your wife want to go somewhere like Europe, but you want to stop over somewhere. I'll just pick like a halfway point like uh, like Egypt. You can book a round trip ticket from, you know, America to Europe, but plan a stopover in Egypt and maybe another stopover in, let's say, Switzerland. And you, for an extra 5,000 points, 5,000 chase points, transfer it to the airline, you can stay for 24 hours in Egypt, 24 hours in Switzerland. And now it's like you visited four places instead of two for an extra 10,000 points.
1: It's pretty amazing.
0: It is pretty cool. I, I think I think the reason I wanted to share that with you is um, you know, sometimes you got to have a layover anyway. Why not plan a 24-hour layover and get out of the airport and go see the city a little bit?
1: That's, that's fascinating. Where do you... I, I think... Where do you find info about credit cards? Because so often this this will this podcast will age if we're just giving like tactical advice. Right. Where do you find info? And then I've always heard that like if you go on the Chase's portal to convert points, assuming you have Chase or what whatnot, you get a worse deal than if you go like if you know like how to go onto like a third party website. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but it's like. I desire to understand the hacks to take a point and give it more juice than just, you know, redeeming it in cash. I'm assuming that's probably not the most efficient way to utilize points. And so, um, where can my audience learn more about this? And then for me, like where, what are some of the websites that I need to write down or be aware of to take my million plus points and translate it into Twenty-four hour layovers in Egypt. Uh, yeah, this, exactly. This, this may get this may be a very expensive podcast, personally for <laughs> me. So, uh, well, you'd be
0: surprised with <laughs> With the million points, you could end up in Singapore, Egypt, and it and flying business or first class, and it's all included. But the OG, the original um, poster of all these, you know, points and miles is is still the points guy, and I'm sure your audience is familiar with that website. But they they have relationships with these credit card companies and they're always updating their content. So that Aero plan that I mentioned, that that little that little hack, that was new as of five, six months ago. So you're right, the, the, every these rules could change. And good luck reading the terms and service on terms and conditions on a, a website like Chase or Amex. So I would keep up with that, but there's a, another really good YouTuber. I think he has close to 200,000 subscribers right now and his uh, channel is Ask Sebi. Yep. Um, okay. So, yep. Now yeah, I, I have... hung
1: out with him in Austin, okay. um, and it was just really cool to see how his brain works. He's he's brilliant.
0: Well, and I I did not get a chance to meet him. I just I just mes- messaged him on a video he did yesterday. I was like, man, I did not get a chance to meet you and Mandy, but I sure hope to in the future. So. Uh, he seems pretty dedicated over these past two, three years to sticking with the credit card points and rewards. And he has other channels for other purposes. I know a lot of people kind of pivot, myself included, you know, for when a new card comes out or what's the latest strategy or seasonal, you know, seasonal suggestions. But those two resources would be the best place for people to go.
1: That's cool. I should see if uh, Ash Sebi could come on the show because I'm sure he he has plenty of good travel hacks as well and credit cards. So thanks for Thanks for reminding me of that. Anything else you want to mention as it relates to traveling more efficiently, credit cards or not? Like, is there any other websites or things that should be aware when we're traveling?
0: I would I would just give one last tip is just to um, kind of work backwards. That's that's a big big like big thing for me. I'm I'm working with uh, one colleague of mine right now, and he and his family haven't taken any trips. He has two daughters, I think four and four and five. And if, if they, if you're looking to take a road trip and you're looking to do some travel hacking, then, then maybe just, you know, uh, find a car that's good for, for, for gas because you're going to be driving around a lot or, or, you know, if you're looking to take that Disney trip, believe it or not, it is possible if you've got like a year and a half, two years to plan, you can fly and go to Disney for free uh, using points and miles. But it it takes some backwards planning. So um, don't just jump into the pool and feel like you need to start swimming and sprinting. It's, it's, it's a little bit more of, you know, where do you want to go? Who do you want to visit? And and then just take it step by step, because uh, I don't recommend opening, you know, five, six credit cards in a year. It's 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 a little bit more strategic than that.
1: Yeah. And, and this is the me being devil's advocate is there is a there is a world and there is a place that people get to where they look at all the work that goes into, you know, credit card hacking and being on top of things and reading up on articles and they would be better off using that time doing other things. What I'm saying is I know people that are worth millions of dollars, makes millions of dollars a year that travel hack, love the credit card game, and I know some people that it's very draining for them. And so I think it's like there are you know the points guys, there's Ascebi, there's you that are that are making videos, you people like you are making ebooks that are are you know amazing areas to you know hack into or uh, or lean into. Um, and it's knowing thyself and saying, hey, if, what is, would it be better to create or try to save? And that's a common, like it's it's one of these things that everyone has to kind of like understand. What I've found is I don't know what I didn't know. And now that I had people like tell me that this stuff is possible, I'm like, okay, maybe like, I'm already gonna use a credit card. What points are there? And if you can create a system, you can really live life um, and, and have some really incredible experiences that costs you nothing because you're of just what plastic you're swiping.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. And wherever you are is okay. You mentioned, you know, Cube, the envelope system, using cash. If that's where you're at, I, I fully support that. Um, I, I'm a bit of a unicorn in the, in the credit card world where I just found myself learning, building, growing, and, and now I understand it and can and share, my, share my personal success stories But I still have my own aspirational trips, I still have my own budget, my own income and, you know, to each their own. So, so yeah, I write on where wherever you're at, you know, this, this type of these types of tips can meet you where you're at. You just have to realize that when you're ready, um, it'll be there for you.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Anything else that you want to add as relates to travel hacking your channel? um, Any other any other resources that you want to say before we go into part two?
0: I would just I would just like to say if you're at all interested in that companion pass, this ebook of mine, it was a, it was a, a passion. It's it's completely free to download, and in, in addition to credit cards, it actually has like four other tips for getting the companion pass. Love it. I know I'm
1: gonna check that out because it might be something that I take advantage of in 2022. Is it? if I do it in 2022 do I get the next 24 months or is, did that run out it's
0: the year it's the calendar year when you earn it um so let's say you get it in March April it's the rest of that calendar year and then the entire following oh. yeah calendar year so yeah, there's so. a
1: lot of benefits into doing something early because you, you get to like if you do it did it right before the end of the year, you kind of lose that benefit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My wife uh, actually did the story of ours. We did this once. We, we, we got, we got it accidentally, you know, like December 27th lesson learned. Um, and we don't, we don't earn it then anymore, but I can't, I, there's a handful of people, they, they share the same story every single year. It's just, oops. I, I spent too much, and so yeah, it's it's much better to get it January 1st and after.
1: Okay, cool. All right, guys, um, make sure to check out uh, Rich Smith. Your your YouTube channel is I, I'm on Ask Sebi now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, it is just Rich Smith now. It was uh, I had like Teaching Millionaires in there before. Uh, uh, that's my website, TeachingMillionaires.com. But yeah, it's just uh, just my name, Rich Smith. Like you said, nice and generic, so it. easy to remember.
1: I love it. So check out his channel, get the ebook, and let me know if this was helpful. If you like this content, maybe in the comments, share if you've ever done a travel hack. I know some of you have some really creative stories. And Rich, I really appreciate your time today and look forward to talking about part two for business owners, different funding opportunities. I know that you've done a lot of content in that world, and I I know that that's going to benefit my audience, especially the people that have side gigs, have businesses. So thank you for all the research in that as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, stick around, guys.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.